Welcome to the Chasing Ebenezer Show. This is a show where we talk about stuff, play you some music, and encourage you to be creative. This season, we are exploring the art of being human. We want to say thank you to our patrons who support us each month. If you want to know more about that, visit us on patreon.com backslash Chasing Ebenezer. For more information about our musical endeavors, visit ChasingEbenezer.com. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Chasing Ebenezer show, everybody. I'm Benjamin, and this is Heidi, and this is another episode of what it means to be human. I'm, I'm just thinking that we had almost had a crisis here. Which was that? That your coffee cup was missing. I know. And there was almost a dire emergency. It was. It was. My stress level went through the roof. Oh, but you found it. I did. I I'm thought good. it would be funnier if you didn't have it. I was going to share mine with you. Oh, well, that's very nice. I was very nice. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> you know this, though. I'm not a food sharer. That's not... I, I'm not a person that tends to share you're a food miser i am a food miser it's it's a problem <laughs> so anyway want to say a big thank you to our patrons who support us each month uh if you're watching uh and you want to support us and support our musical endeavors you go to patreon.com look for chasing ebenezer and pick your dollar amount and you get different perks based on what you give um <laughs> yeah so that's that's that uh, what are you excited about? What am I excited about? Oh, okay. We have a couple times over the past month played the alien oh, board game. Yeah. Um, thank you to Hunter and Kayla for that gift. And so it's very fun. It's so it's fun. It's really fun. We played it with uh, our niece and nephew. So the game is not gory like the movie. So... But it was just really fun. Yeah. I did start feeling... It, Anxiety? Well, like I was being in chase. At some point, there was a crossover, and I had to remind myself, you're not actually being chased by this alien in the ship. So it's really it's really very fun. Yeah. No, it's such a good... I've really... That's something in the past month, I'd say, that I've really started to fall in love with. I love board games, and I love playing board games with you. We have a... We're uh, not very competitive. We're not. We're really not. We're not, which makes the competitive friends we have are like, ugh. <laughs> but it's super fun. I was given a really good game by my buddy Brian. Um, it's a bird game, uh, Wingspan. And we started learning beautiful. how to play that. It's such a beautiful game. So thank you, Brian, for that. It's uh, Board games are great. I like playing Nerds a lot. We started mm -hmm. a running. I feel like we should just keep till, till we, we die the running tally. My mom loved Nerds. Nerds that was is the so game fun. that she and uh, Sue, hi, Sue McIntosh out there used to play all the time. So, yeah, it's fun. It's one of the – playing games is one of those things that I have to – I'm such a person who wants everything to have deep meaning and productive work. And so playing games for me can be really hard mm -hmm. because I have to just not be working on something. And that is very difficult for it me. It is. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm learning to. Also, also, you know, the game has to be considered just a game because there is one game. There's one game that. 
we don't play together. No, together. we do not play. We do not play Monopoly. <laughs> we had we what, haven't in a while. We had what we would call a marital. I had moment, a little bratty episode uh, playing so, that game because it felt one. like real money to her. <laughs> thought you were destroying me. I thought you were wiping my entire <laughs> life out. So that one also became visceral. It was more stressful that than being chased by an alien. True. That's true. an indicator of some issues, apparently. Yeah. So I'm excited about uh, in a few months, we get to go see Muse in concert. I'm super excited. It's like a big, I haven't been to like a big arena rock show in, I think Dave Matthews was probably the last huge show I went and saw. And that was like when I was 20. Maybe Matchbox 20. Matchbox 20. Yeah, that's true. Never mind. Mute math. It was amazing. That was a great show. But But it's been more than 10 years since we went to a really cool play. It was at the fairgrounds. Oh yeah, that's right. You see, I forget things. You forget things. We talked about that last episode, but it's been at least 10 years since we went to a really big. Muse is phenomenal. And I, 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 yeah, seeing them live. Ah, yeah. yeah, I tend to not do well in crowds that size. I, I tend to do better in smaller. So I, I'm letting my little PTSD brain, like, you know, this is a good exercise That's in very being good. surrounded by lots of people and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, How did you feel your humanity? Well, lately it's been pretty dreary. <laughs> It just once it, once the weather once it starts getting dark at three four o'clock it's like my whole body is going into ha- habitat. Is that the word? No, not habitat. Hibernation. I was like, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> There's so many words. It's hard to keep them all straight. Uh, so that's been very difficult. I felt like this year has been one of the hardest years where I'm just so tired so early. So yeah. We've been going to bed really early lately. For yeah, for us, for us yeah. early. So, um, just trying to be gracious with yourself and with other people is just important to to remember that. Like, it, there's just a dreariness, especially in Oregon, that the it's so rainy and yucky. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. I think for me, I've been noticing um, that I've been trying to exercise more. Good job. Like regularly, and since we've kind of lost the weight that we've lost, it's been it's been fun to like not get as destroyed by exercising as I used to. But I do find this I do find something with exercise that's true with like most things in my life. The worst part is getting started. That whole idea of like going from being in a rested, still state yeah. to in motion yeah. for me that that takes work. And I was journaling the other day about it. And I wrote down, like, there was something I was not looking forward to. And I wrote down, like, multiple times, this is not going to kill me. This is not going to kill me. <laughs> and you know what? It, it, I know that it wouldn't kill me. But I think in my head, yeah, I was thinking, yeah. I'm not going to survive. But I was like, yes, I'm going to survive this so I can do this. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it made those uh, those tasks that I was scared of getting started on. Um, Easier. Yeah. So here just just memorize it unless unless you're like in a dangerous life and death job unless you're playing monopoly or on an alien ship it's yeah. probably not this gonna is, kill it's you. not gonna kill you so anyway it's a good thing to write <laughs> you, down you will survive it yeah so uh today we're going to be talking about a really fun aspect of being human and that is learning next week we'll come from the teaching side but we're going to start with the learning side that's right what was something as a kid, what were the kind of things as a kid you were actually interested and curious about learning? 
Um, I loved learning how to fill out a check. My mom gave me a bunch. I was probably like six or seven. And my you mom, really were born an adult. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm now experiencing being a complete child. But I was so excited. She had an old bank account. She gave me an old book of checks and let me practice writing checks out. I loved it. And then she let me practice. <laughs> what? She let me practice ironing. I loved that. So basically anything that mimicked what adults do, that's what I wanted to really? learn. Yes. I wanted to be an adult from like the minute I had consciousness, I think. Like, and now I'm I'm the opposite. Like, I don't know how to be an adult. I don't enjoy being an adult. Can I please? So isn't that funny? That is funny. Yeah. I, wow. I wasn't as interested in the things that kids were doing as much as what are the adults mm -hmm. doing? I want to know how to do that. Hmm. <laughs> I'm assuming yours is not the same answer. Not exactly, no. I mean, I think I wanted to be an adult in a different way because most of the movies I watched as a kid... Rambo, Jaws... Alien. <laughs> um, you wanted to be a superhero. I wanted to be a hero. Like, yeah. yeah, and so I was very interested in those serious things, but like what I was curious about as a kid, I was curious about dinosaurs... I remember being in elementary school and being introduced to the library, and this was before, like, you know, electronic checkout Dewey and all that. Dewey Decimal card yeah, system. Yeah, the card catalog. Card catalog. Which, that I wasn't interested in. <laughs> I was um, going to say. Yeah, but, like, I remember being very interested in tornadoes, in sharks. Disastrous Disasters, <laughs> which hasn't changed much since I've I become like, an adult. <laughs> You just become, want to know more I, about I just watched things. that like documentary on Netflix about that volcano eruption. I forgot what it was called. But, I mean, I still am equally interested in those things all the time. Yeah. So, you know, that, that was the kind of things I was curious about uh, and interested in learning. I had the shark documentary, like, that National Geographic put out probably in the early 80s, late 70s. It was something long ago. And I watched it. <laughs> so many times. So when Shark Week would come on, I would be able to answer a lot of those you quiz know, questions. Yeah, you're a shark nerd. Love sharks. Oh my gosh. Still do. Um, but let's look at like when you're a kid though, you're in school. So didn't like school. What what did you not like? What like what were the subjects you hated learning in school? Uh I hated so I was I'm science, math. Uh, geography. Geography was really boring. I remember uh, that. Yeah, those kind of things. I loved reading in English and often history. Hmm. So, but I, I, I wanted to learn what I wanted to learn. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't want to learn what someone else is telling me. Was, once I got to high school, science, math was so hard for me. Math is just, ugh. Yeah, I, yeah. man, I, math was traumatic for me because oh. what I would do is like in fourth and fifth grade, I would do really good in the normal math class. And so they would put me in advanced math and then, and then it would all go downhill uh, from there. Uh, oh my so gosh. Stressful. Yeah. I remember going to my fifth grade teacher and saying, well, Hey, what did I get on this? What did I get on this last test? And she said very casually, Oh, Benjamin, I think you got a D. <laughs> Or, yeah. Oh, so, sorry. So yeah, I didn't. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't tend to enjoy math. I'm so sorry. I hated chemistry. Oh, I hated chemistry oh, so much. Oh. Um, oh, chemistry. Oh, oh man. And there's some things like now as an adult, I wish I had actually taken an interest in, because like I remember social studies. 
Remember social? Did you ever do social yeah, studies? Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. I didn't give a rip about it. I was like, this. Why, why am I learning about this? Who cares? And I'm not really learning about this because, let's be honest, I'm learning how to give the right answers on the test. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. You know, I mean, um, but see, you're a very good guesser. You are a wonderful guesser, and I am a terrible guesser. I mean, true or false, multiple choice. I'm terrible at it. Yeah. So. I'm having to generally memorize because if I haven't memorized it, then I'm probably going to get it wrong. Yeah. So I do much better with the essay questions. I'm like, oh, let me write you a, uh, all sorts of this. I, I do those <laughs> because I'm good at um, I'm good at acting like I know more than I actually know and being convincing <laughs> when I write it. <laughs> essay questions are my favorite. But mm. other people hate essay questions, so. I hated research papers. Oh, oh research papers and the, so when you have the bibliography, much. oh, with the footnotes. I'm pretty sure, oh, I'm pretty sure formatting. hell oh. has, like, was it WMLA, whatever whatever formatting procedure it is. Oh, gosh. Could not stand uh, it. So there's a difference between you can learn and not be in school. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference, I think, in having an education and learning. Because, like, I found that once a so. grade was yeah. assigned to it, I suddenly did not want to do it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All throughout <laughs> high school, I loved reading my Bible. I loved learning about God and all that. The second I got in Bible college, I was like... Not interested. Not interested, which is so which is so bad. It's very but, human. But it's, it's very, very human. human. For yeah. sure. Well, I think... It can be that way. I feel that way a lot of times with music and art now. Once I started doing them for work, then it be can become a drudgery. Mm -hmm. But when I was just doing it for fun, it's like, oh, I love this. I love this. I love this. So it's interesting how when we attach grades or dollar signs or things to something, it can take away the, the joy of learning, um, mm -hmm. which is... It's almost like you're attaching survi your survival to it. Yeah. And maybe maybe then it becomes a matter of life and death. Ooh. And when things are life and death, they're no longer fun. <laughs> so maybe that could be some of the reasons. Oh, I, I always, whenever you, whenever we talk about this, I always go back to uh, Tom Sawyer, that story where he... Was, tricks uh, them all he into tricks them the all into painting the fence, and and there's some really brilliant <laughs> Mark Twain quote about like you can turn anything into you know work or drudgery, or joy or drudgery. But I always think about that as like he convinced them that painting the fence was fun, <laughs> and so I most of my life is convincing myself that painting the fence is fun. <laughs> <laughs> so when we when you got out of school, did you find that you had a desire to learn? Yeah, just not the stuff in school. What, what, so what kind of stuff did you suddenly desire to learn? I mean, cooking. I'm not that great at it, but cooking, uh, knitting, reading. I started after, it's like for a while I just didn't read because yeah. there was so much reading in college that you have to do this, so not what you want to do. So eventually I started reading again. Uh... I am so interested in learning now. Oh, me too. Yeah. Um, however, not when I screw something up, though. Okay. Like, I think, like, it was last week or two. I did something I didn't want to do or I made a mistake. And you're like, you're supposed to be a lifelong learner. That's what life is. And I was not happy to hear that. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I can learn things, but to have to be 
a person in process of learning how to be a person, that is very difficult. So basically, you kind of want to be able to be an expert once you've learned it. Yes, absolutely. I want to okay. be an expert immediately. Immediately. Not even like, why am I, why am, am I not already an expert at this thing I haven't even tried yet? See, I am so the opposite of that. Well, then you're probably a much no, healthier person. No, I'm not. But like, I, and this is something I've always been interested in, like exploring and learning oh, yeah. for me is a lot like exploring. And the worst thing about exploring is arriving at a destination, having nothing else to explore. For me, the act of exploring is so much more enjoyable enjoyable for me than the act of arriving at a destination. Oh. So. I guess you're a much more healthier person. It means there's a lot of unfinished books in my life because I don't want to. Oh, you don't want to finish things? I don't want to finish things. I'm always addicted to starting a new journey, a new thing, a new learning a new skill, but not really mastering a new skill. Sort of learning an instrument before I get another instrument to learn. It's just a never anything. But I had the same experience. Like when I got done with like graduate school, I immediately wanted to read because I suddenly could read what I wanted and not what I was assigned to read. And I didn't have a grade. So basically, we don't want to be told what to do. Is that what we're saying here? (laughs) We must be self employed people. Maybe it's some of that, or maybe it's because of the fact that I can, I don't have to have the threat of failure if I'm setting my own goals. But you told me that failure is just part of like the learning process and I'm supposed to be a lifelong learner. Well, that's because the person who mentored me told me that it's good to be a lifelong (laughs) learner. So, um, so it's very difficult. It's very difficult, but no, I found myself really wanting to learn. I want to learn all the time now. Um, and as I start to love things, I want to learn about them versus someone giving me a topic that I'm supposed to like or supposed to need and tell me what to do. So like I didn't really get into music theory until I was in my 30s because suddenly I was uh, this is jumping into a little bit of next week, but I was teaching guitar and getting asked about scales and stuff. And I'm like, mm. what are I? But then I started learning why scales were important. And then I realized, oh, the things that I do on accident, I can now do on purpose. And so now music theory fascinates me because I'm already, I already love music and yeah. I love making music. So now I see why it matters. Yeah, I think there's a really fine balance because, uh, yeah, with my violin students, I have things that I want them they need to know, but I'm always trying to pay attention to what are they interested in on their own and mm-hmm. curious about, and then tailor part of their lessons to that. Because if it's something they're already naturally curious about, they're gonna they're gonna be more inclined to want to practice. And so you gotta like just have that fine balance. Absolutely. Yeah, I think like in when we're kids, the disconnect between what we want to know and what we or being forced learn is very disconnected. And as an adult, that gap kind of gets narrow because we suddenly realize, oh, we need to know things. And, you know, some of my biggest regrets is not paying attention in school because this would have helped future adult me and got me out of some pretty stressful things. Um, So I think that's important. I think the other side of it, though, is that some of us can get so we finish our education and then we stop learning. Yeah. And I think there's like, a lot. I went lot. to school. I, I, know, I know it. Yeah, exactly. But. 
Yeah. And I think that's, that's dangerous. That's dangerous for creatives. That's dangerous for any field that you're in to stop learning. It's dangerous for your brain. Actually. I think your brain can just, I'm not a scientist because science wasn't our subject, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure your brain can atrophy if you're not constantly. Right. Just say it like it's true. It sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. like your brain can atrophy if you don't start learning stuff. I find that that is probably very true. Well, and it affects our relationship with people. I think mm -hmm. being a learner is very important part of being human because there's so many people in the world, so many cultures, so many experiences that when we're not a learner of other people's experiences and culture, then we, we can't connect. We It keeps us siloed in our own little world. And so yeah. being a learner and being curious is, is it evokes wonder and connection and relationship. And yeah. Yeah. That's what I've come to know. <laughs> come to know. I'm learning to understand greater. <laughs> so when it comes to learning as it relates to creativity, what do you think is important? Well, there's never an end. There's never an end to, to, to music, the kinds of music you could learn. I think that when you learn about one, you learn one artistic thing, it, it can inform the other. And mm -hmm. so they all go together. Um, you know, it's all connected. So um, being interested in mediums that aren't maybe your craft or your your expertise is 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 very helpful and can enhance what you're already doing. Right. Um, so I listen to lots of music that I don't play, but it definitely keeps me interested and gives me ideas how I can blend and fuse things. So just constantly. Uh, not getting in a rut is really important. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that means even like trying new things. That you might fail at, apparently. Mm hmm And fail beautifully. <laughs> and make sure someone gets it on camera. <laughs> uh, they have in yeah. my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. It's hard, but it's it's good for us. Yeah. So we got some learning prompts here for you. Because we're all about that. Mm -hmm. uh, watch Mr. Rogers. Yes. Or Bob Ross, or anyone who's a great teacher and just have a great time learning. I think it'd be a great idea as well as if you let a child teach you how to do something. Yes. <laughs> it's so fun. It is a lot of fun. And uh, as long as no one's going to get harmed, let them teach you the way they want to do it. Mm. Don't Don't try. <laughs> to correct it just just see what happens so there's a lot of really good resources i mean youtube youtube has what's youtube youtube has got a lot of great so like what, what what's a topic you've been curious about or something you, you know type that into youtube and you know if you're really if it's a skill for beginners add that phrase at the end i've yeah, learned yeah, so much beginners. about origami through just typing in how do i make an origami whatever and it has a step-by-step -step kind of video. You watch somebody do that, and it's super fun. Um, Udemy is another good resource. Udemy. Udemy or Udemy. Udemy. I don't know how to say it. Uh, or Domestica. Or Domestica. Those are great learning resources. Um, and I think that if you go somewhere like to the community college, we took basic ballroom years ago, and oh, so I fun. learned a lot. So, so something fun. that's out of your comfort zone, but something that you're not going to be expected to perform anywhere. Right. Just 
do it and and just enjoy without the pressure of of perfection. That's good. You're a lifelong learner too. I like it. I like it. So the song that we're going to do is off of our first album, Outcasts and Refugees. And I'd say it's probably one of the earlier songs, like when we started doing music yeah, that you yeah, wrote. Yeah. It's called Eyes. And we'll play that. So, And we'll be back with another episode where we talk about teaching. So keep creating, and we'll see you soon. Well, gang, my cold isn't going away. So this is going to be an imperfect creation here of this song. So... Here's to cold voice. Stuffy noises and stuffy noises? Stuffy noses. <laughs> We're getting the cold remix. Hit it. Oh uh-huh. 
wish never left I want to be wise and I cry For love and compassion and I Expecting miracles.